Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited about this week's episode. I have been working, as I mentioned to you in the last episode, on activating and becoming an initiate into the Magdalene Rose Priestess Sisterhood. And so with that, I am actually diving deeper in myself with what has been revealed to me from my mentor as the Rose Council. And the Rose Council of Divine Women consists of many divine feminine mentors and guides and guardians. The list is quite full. And so what I've decided to do is I'm going to be highlighting one of these incredible Rose Council members in a series, which I will pepper into my podcast, just so you guys can begin to possibly look at each of these divine feminine mentors in your own personal way and find some way that you can connect with them as well for healing, opening up to your spiritual gifts, creating the life you want, being able to manifest, heal, and so much more. So today, we're actually going to be talking about Mother Mary. Stay tuned. Hello again. So today, we're going to be connecting with the essence, energy, and offerings that Mother Mary brings to us. So welcome, everybody. I've decided I'm going to be doing a series on the divine members of what I know to be the Rose Council of Divine Feminine Guides. And so this has come to me, as I mentioned in my last podcast, that I am now officially on the priestess path being uh, trained and initiated into the Magdalene Priestess um, Order. And if you want more information about that, definitely go back to my Priestess Story episode. So today we're going to be talking a little bit more in depth about Mary, Mother Mary. And this might be a bit of a different departure from what you've heard about her before. So what we're going to be talking about isn't so much her life. It's more about her energetic frequency, her legacy um, for us as divine women and ways we can connect with her in order to receive the healing, validation, guidance, and creative energy that she offers us. So The first thing I want you to do is I want you to begin to allow any views of Christianity and the specific stories of the Bible to just melt away for a moment. And instead, I want you to look at Mary as a archetype. It's very Jungian. And um, so I want you to look at her as an archetype, but also as a spiritual being, an ascended master who is in fact here close to the earth plane, who can, uh, we can connect with, and we can receive 
healing from and also spiritual activations, which will connect us into our own divine soul purpose and blueprint. So as a healer and a channel, much of the work I do is I do connect with a group of ascended masters and also other archangelic guides and different beings that I find help to support the work I'm doing, but also for my own healing journey. And so Mother Mary is one of those ascended masters. And I wanted to start with her in this series that I'll be doing. And so as I meditated and I connected in with her energy and began receiving the messages and frequencies that she wanted to share with you, the audience, and also members of my group, the Prosperous Priestess, as well as my audience and students and clients in general, what she wanted me to deliver to all of you are a few different messages. By the way, if you are interested in really connecting in more and being able to do this yourself, I have a, you know, quite a few different ways you can work with me and I can support you during your time of activation and ascension. So now, on to Mary. The first thing when I connected in with her that she wanted all of us to know was that she was just like us. She was in a body, she was learning just like any other human uh, how to navigate this earth realm and also to live in authenticity. And as the story goes and what she was showing me was that when she was approached by the angels and was told the information or she got the download that she in fact would be birthing this amazing being to uh, Yeshua, Jesus, who would be really setting down a loving vibration frequency imprint onto the earth plane for all of us to be able to connect with and learn from. At first, her what she was showing me is she didn't know if she could do it. She went through a lot of self-doubt, uncertainty, and also she didn't feel equipped to be able to handle the job. And after all, divine conception was something that just made no sense to her rational mind. But what she's showing me as I'm working with her, she's showing me the parallels between how we often, if we're on our spiritual path, as we connect in with our intuition and our guides, sometimes we're asked to do things that don't make any sense to us. And we have no idea where they would what the outcome will be. So for example, if you find yourself in a huge time of transition in your life and you feel compelled to make a move, even physically or geographically, moving somewhere else or starting a brand new job, dumping your job that you've done for a long time, or if you're feeling compelled to end a relationship or really um, do something that's seemingly outlandish, This is just like the walk that Mary had in that she was being asked to do something that was completely out of the ordinary and out of the scale of what was happening during that time on the planet. The other thing is that she had to learn to trust. And so she actually relied relied 
on the energy and the frequency of the Divine Mother, the Divine Creator, um, to help her on her journey when she felt fearful and lost. So she also, too, called upon her own guides and guardians to help her in her walk with the Divine. The other big thing that Mary was showing me, and I actually titled this in my private Facebook group, um, the Mother Mary, the Sacred Womb Keeper. So if you've been um, involved at all with either priestess or sacred work in, with the Divine Feminine, you know about being a womb keeper or the sacred womb. And essentially, this is more than just physical birth in our, you know, uh, you know, in our feminine bodies, it really is also our feminine frequency and the lower chakras. And if you know anything about the chakras, the second chakra where all your sexual organs are and your reproductive organs, that is also very connected to the second chakra, which houses creativity, creation, sensuality, sexuality. So, Mary, if we connect with her, can really help us to align with our own creativity. And one of the very important things to note is that if you do want to connect with Mary and you want to work on these particular things, what has to do with creation, your own sensuality, um, releasing and healing any past um, blocks or issues or memories or past lives around being in a female body, you can work with her um, and be in alignment with her and call her into your field when you're meditating to help release some of these and activate your own, I would say, divine feminine blueprint to be able to open up to um, your own potency as a um, soul in a body. So what she really had me focusing a lot on is having us do meditations and where we not only focus on our breath, our grounding, opening up to our spiritual centers, but really also focusing on our womb space, our second chakras. And the way that you can really do this is when you go into meditation or even if you're walking and you're having walking, quiet, contemplation contemplative meditations in this way or your journaling, you can just focus on that lower area two inches below your belly button and just place your hands there. And as you do that and you open up, notice the subtle things that begin arising in your physical space and in your body in the center. Notice how you feel. Are you getting any pictures or images are you feeling any pulls or pushes in any areas? And what you can do is you invite Mary into that space with you is you can have her help you release and heal some of the density that is in this area because it makes it very difficult. It's not just for birthing babies. It's really for the center of your creativity. So if you're wanting to feel really clear and grounded and you're wanting to create new things, it could be you want to be creative in your own home. You want to be creative in your business. You want to be creative in your relationships. You want to be creative in your free time. If it's cluttered in that chakra, 
it will block the flow of your creativity and spin you into self-doubt, uncertainty, invalidation, comparison, things of that nature. That's how easy it is to understand, is it's just all about energy and frequency. So as you begin to align with her and be able to, um, her blueprint, so to speak, about she opened up to that sacred, beautiful energy of uh, having um, Jesus as her, you know, not only as her son, but also in her life. So that energy was like a very high vibrational, loving energy. And so she had to learn to open up to this. And what do you have to do in that process? You have to release the blocks that tell you you can't have these wonder, this wonderful energy in your life. You can't have love. You can't have abundance. You can't have um, you know the life that you want to create, whatever it might be. So as we focus on her and we do this sort of activation, notice, first of all, what you're receiving when you connect in with her energy. Also notice how much she can soften your energy and help you open up to a really loving experience in your own body and soul. And then you can also do something like automatic writing. So if you're connecting in with her energy, you can automatically write just allowing your pen to um, glide across your journal and whatever messages you're receiving, you just invite her to share with you. And as you're doing all this, what's the purpose of this? It really is because it's it's sort of like being in an environment where you're in a, uh, it's kind of like when you go to a place and it feels really good in the building, or you go into a meeting with a lot of very positive people, your energy changes, your frequency changes, it changes you. And so as we interact, interact with these incredible Rose Council guides and ascended masters, our energy opens up. We are in the presence of a master, so our own frequency changes, attunes, and we begin to open up to that which is like her energy or her frequency. So this is just really a beginning step for us in this podcast, sharing about Mary, sharing about the Rose Council. We will be talking about many, many of them to come. We'll be talking about Mary Magdalene. We will be talking about Kuan Yin. We'll be talking about um, Isis. And we will be talking about Mary's mother, Anna. We have a lot to cover, and I'll be interspersing them into the podcast format. For now, I would just like you to hold that space. And if you have some kind of a altar or a sacred place where you lay things out, put down something from Mary that you feel like would represent her energy. She aligns also with certain colors, and so you can integrate those into your um, practice or your connection with her. You can. She's often associated with the color light blue, okay? Also gold, so try it out. And then let me know how what your um, experiences are. I would love to know how she shows up for you, but be sure to look for her and write down the signs. Okay, so that's an, at the end of this podcast. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you in the next episode.